0: When someone asks me what is, um, how will you measure your success? My success is measured if you know where to go to get help when you need it. That is success to me. When you know that you can go here instead of going to Atlanta or going to North Carolina, um, that to me is success. And so it's more than the writing, it's more than the money. It's, It's knowing where to go to get help when you need it.
1: Welcome to Drop the Disc. This episode is a little bit off the beaten path of what we usually bring you guys. Today's episode is a local highlight. We're highlighting a local philanthropy called PaceLine that has sponsored this episode in order to talk about a charity event that they will be performing later this year and also next year. Now, their normal event is a bicycle ride, not a race, where people will go commit to riding either 25 miles, up to 100 miles, and you can go farther, and they try to raise money for charity. They raise money for cancer research. This year, because of COVID, they're doing things differently. The event will be virtual. The virtual event will occur on October 24th. It's called Pace Day 2020 Unchained. Find out more information at pacelineride.org. The event this coming May will be May 2nd, 2021. And more details for that will be announced, I'm sure, very soon. Thank you guys for listening. This is the Drop the Disc Podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. Uh, As this episode is not like every episode, I will tell you before we begin that this is presented by Nancy Powell, but you will not hear any ad breaks or commercials during this episode. We'll just be focused on PaceLine, and we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy.
2: Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we're doing a special episode today um, with a local nonprofit. And uh, I asked that in a question because we're about to learn all about it. Um, right. And uh, we're going to let the guests of the show introduce themselves yes. and then tell them why they're here. Tell us why they're here.
0: Hi, I'm Laura Marshock and I am here to talk to you about PaceLine.
2: Excellent. And we're also here with...
3: Elise Swatley Bowman, and I am here to talk about PaceLine as well. So and
1: what are your titles? Yeah, what do you guys do? Yeah, tell
2: Pace tell them our listeners <laughs> who y'all are and you know what y'all do.
0: So, my title is um, Inspiration Officer, and what my job is, what it entails, is inspiring our community to come and participate in PaceLine. So, which, what does
1: that look like for you, aside from being in this podcast studio right now?
0: Um, every day. Engaging our community to come and be part of this event. But it's more than that. It's actually about being um, in charge of your physical um, well being yeah. and incorporating okay. that into your daily life.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, and what about you, Elise? Yeah.
3: So we actually just got new titles. Originally, nice. it's something, you know, we're entering into our second year as an organization. So uh, we're pretty new, but we all decided we kind of wanted more fun titles than what we were originally given. So Laura picked Inspiration Officer for herself and I picked Creative Officer for myself.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you were like the community outreach, essentially. and Absolutely. And you're, do, you, do you do a lot of marketing stuff?
3: Yeah, I manage okay. all of the marketing communications.
2: Very cool. Okay. That's awesome. So this is year two of PaceLine. One of y'all, tell tell us a little bit about the mission statement and what PaceLine is. Right, your
1: elevator pitch. Yes.
3: The elevator pitch. Okay. Uh, well, PaceLine, we're really a movement. Uh, we have one main event every year, but it's built up upon a series of micros, micro events, and it's really a bunch of different micro communities, different organizations, all working together throughout the whole year towards a common goal, which is to cure cancer faster together. And we are a 100%-based model, meaning that 100% of every dollar raised by our participants goes directly to the cause, which is the Georgia Cancer Center, to support research and survivorship. So none of it goes to operations. None of it goes to the cost to actually put on our main event, which is a bike ride every May. It all goes directly to the mission, every dollar.
1: So when you talk about micro-events, what what does that mean? Like, Are there different bike rides?
3: Yeah, so... um, PaceLine really is all of our participants, all of our riders, all of our virtual riders, our volunteers, they make up what PaceLine is. And so we have several riders who do different fundraiser events throughout the year. We do some brewery events. Uh, right now, Havard, at Fat Man's, uh, Southern Salad, and Snowcap, he's got three different events coming up. Oh, I'm sorry, four. One of them is also going to be a bike ride and a run. Okay. Um, we have HTCU, they're doing a blood drive event. So, so. this isn't
1: just bike rides?
3: No, absolutely not. Uh, the main bike ride event is kind of
0: the vessel with which we celebrate everything else that goes okay. on and it, It's really about bringing the community together right. For one common goal, and that's to cure cancer faster right. So it doesn't matter whether you cycle or not There is a place for you in PaceLine
2: And is, this, is there another PaceLine anywhere in the U.S. or is it just here in Augusta, Georgia?
0: Under the name PaceLine, no but other events like it, yes. Okay. This is what a lot of organizations are using throughout the states to fundraise okay. this particular type of event.
1: And this, this is really cool. And, and I'm really excited to talk about these events. We did bring you guys into the studio, though. We do want to introduce you guys to our audience. And so I kind of want to ask, uh, we'll start with you, Laura, because I chose you. Um, Thank you. I'd like to ask, so how did you guys get involved with PaceLine? What's your background before PaceLine? How did you become the person that is doing community outreach today?
0: Thanks for asking. Today happens to be my two-year anniversary with PaceLine, so it's a pretty special day. We went out to lunch, and we kind of talk about this at at lunch as it happened. But um, the way that I came to PaceLine was I was already doing this in our community for free, and I was volunteering for most nonprofit organizations. I was organizing uh, golf tournaments, 5Ks, um, you name it. I was doing whatever I could to serve our community. And And I worked at Augusta University. I worked in human resources. Coordinating large-scale events for HR and uh, for the president And so usually 350 plus And I was doing everything from catering And I heard you both say that you've done events So you you have coordinated events So it spoke to me that, okay, so flowers, invitations, music You know, the whole nine yards by myself I was a team of one Wow. And I did that four times a year so my girlfriends used to say it was like coordinating a wedding four times a year, and then they would say, will you, uh, you know, coordinate my son's wedding." I was like, "No, no, no way." <laughs> and so I heard about this baseline, and um, through the um, December of 2016, I think is when I first heard of it. Uh, no, sorry, 18, and I heard about it, and I was like, "You know, I 17. I want to, you know, I want to participate on this. I want to volunteer for it." And I wanted to participate because both of my parents are cancer survivors. And my husband lost his best friend to cancer when we were married seven weeks after we were married. And so I felt a debt of gratitude to the people who kept my parents alive. Mm -hmm. And I also felt that I needed to pay homage to my husband's best friend. And so I went and interviewed, but I really wasn't interviewing. I just wanted to volunteer. Right. And I had such strong feelings about it that I ended up leaving AU and working for PaceLine.
1: Wow. And, and so, Elise, how did you get involved?
3: Um, how do I get involved? Uh, and,
1: pr- and your background.
3: In my background. Um, they're a little tied together. So I used to work Perfect. at the community foundation for the CSRA
0: prior okay. to working
3: at PaceLine, really great nonprofit organization that houses a bunch of different funds uh, to grant out to different nonprofits. So they uh, basically facilitate a lot of giving into the community. Um, they do a huge grant process every year and give out really millions of dollars into the community every year. Um, and- while working at PaceLine, uh, or I'm sorry, while working at the Community Foundation, yeah. uh, we worked closely with the founder of PaceLine, Dag Grantham, and so I heard about it really early on, uh, and I knew there was going to be a really cool bike ride coming to Augusta to raise money for cancer, and I'm the kind of person who likes a challenge, but not a challenge just for the sake of a challenge. I like for a challenge to really kind of mean something, Right. and so I knew I was going to ride, and I knew I was going to do 100 miles, just hearing about it really early on. And so, before it was even a thing, I went out to uh, outspoken, and I bought a bike. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need a road bike. This was in May of 2018, and then fast forward to September of 2018, and I'm interviewing with Dag and Ian, who is president of the MCG Foundation, and fortunately found my way into PaceLine. Um, so. So when was that?
0: So that was September Tw- 26, twenty-six Because 26 is I'm when September ten, yep. and she's September twenty six. So I always joke think one and think two because we were yeah. employee right. one and two so you're right.
1: almost you're two
2: years as well yeah yes. okay Rhymes i was on. i was gonna ask y'all right did y'all ride before paceline no. or do you ride no. now
0: no. Oh. y'all
2: just so love the the process
0: at least took to it like a fish to water okay right. laura okay. not so much <laughs> and in fact the first year i really refused to do it and not as at you know uh, being negative about it right but I was really scared yeah um, absolutely. I, I lived in Austin for four years and okay. we had a lot of tragedies to cyclists right. you know getting killed on the road and so I was really anxious um, Elise no Elise has no fear she yeah. is okay. I mean she's everything I wish I could have been at her age <laughs> yeah and so um, she she started doing it and inspiring me to do it and I just started picking it up and I started cycling last August
1: yeah oh, that's oh, awesome. Wow. That's so, really cool. Thank so you mentioned a hundred miles. What <laughs> she is, mentioned a hundred miles. Is, I
3: didn't what mention. is
1: pace line? What that, is the that, big very event very that yes. it builds so up to?
3: The big event that PaceLine is we call it pace day. Okay. Uh, it happens every May. Uh, we're looking at May 2021 right now. We're going to have another physical event. Um, and it is a bike ride. And in your mind, you're probably thinking spandex, you know, the really pro-looking sunglasses, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, but
2: that's what I was doing. I'm sure they show up. I yeah. was gonna fake it till I make it. So so no,
3: you of, do it until you make it. Yeah. <laughs> some of those folks definitely show up. We do have some like more real cyclists who participate in our event, okay. but the reality of our event which offers a 25 mile a 45 mile and a 100 mile route is by and large it is not your pro cyclist It is the person who found their bike in their garage dusted it off for this event hopped on it and rode 25 miles and they had to maybe dig a little deep to do that but they did it for the cause so by and large the participants are a pace line are you know pretty ordinary people in terms of being a cyclist athlete
0: athlete. Mm -hmm. so are these
3: ordinary
1: people that go 100 miles is that what pace line is
3: some yes some Yes. yes so
1: how far how does it work how does the actual race work
3: So it's not a race. It's a ride. Of course. Uh, And that's important because there are people out there who feel really connected to the cause. We had a participant last year whose wife was battling cancer, and he signed up a couple of months before. Didn't really have a whole lot of time to train, and he went out there and rode 100 miles on the day for his wife. And so the key with it being a ride and not a race is we are – we keep everything open till the last participant okay. crosses the finish line they get the same celebration as yeah. the first mm-hmm. participant who crossed and it's okay. it's
2: it's a whole weekend kind of thing like the day before you know i was looking at the schedule for may you know that was going to happen but covid it, it there was a party before like a festival almost thing the next day is the ride and then that evening was a party you know it was it was a pretty big it was a pretty big event super excited about the party yeah. <laughs> i just had to make the 45 miles <laughs> yes <laughs> and i i was fine with doing but, that oh you can and, do that you, yeah. can, you can do that and yeah actually i was i was forced my hand was twisted by drew jordan Thank and you, Drew. I There's love a plug for Drew. Oh, yeah. And he's
1: He's been on Yeah, he's and, been um, on.
2: Yeah. Huge. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I've been, the mountain biking crew is, yeah. you know, I do that. And he said, man, you got to do this. I said, fine, I'll do it. He was like, I'll even have you in my group. I was like, fine, that's cool. And uh, 45 miles, I've been preparing for it. And then it. we're still doing it so So is that the minimum Mm -hmm.
1: do you have to do 45 miles
3: no absolutely not i think 25
1: is the minimum okay so
3: here's the beautiful thing 25 miles is the minimum route offered but we are a fully supported ride we have sag vehicles rest stops yeah and like i said it our our events largely ordinary people who are not necessarily the most athletic on the bike but they're trying to do something extraordinary and so There are folks out there who sign up for 25 miles, and maybe they can't quite finish the 25 miles, but that's totally okay because no one ever finds out. All the participants (laughs) are given a SAG vehicle contact number. And so if you hit a point where you're tired or you just don't think you can make it up that hill, you can call a SAG vehicle. They'll pick you up. Drop you just before the finish line, and you get celebrated just like everyone else because wow. the bike ride itself is just a celebration. You're, the getting, the you're the getting
2: David excited. He's like, "I'm yes. doing it next year." Oh, no exactly. Pressure. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Hang
0: on, David. Hang on. Let me <laughs> let me tell you from my perspective. So, you know, you start thinking, and at will tell you this: you start cycling, and you know, you start going out there with the groups and everything. And, and you start thinking about the people that we've lost to cancer, and you start thinking about the people who are struggling right now, and you're like, you know what, I have no excuse. I'm right. going to finish this thing. Absolutely. And yeah. so that really is what propels you to finish. And if you for one minute forget what we're doing this, then you've forgotten the whole thing, you know, the whole purpose of the event. The whole purpose of the event is to honor and celebrate. Everything we've done all year, Elisa and I work late nights, weekends. Sometimes we don't know what day of the week it is because we've been working so much or riding so much. But at the end of it, it's all worthwhile because we're doing it for the people who really matter or cancer patients.
2: I'm curious, you know, we have the uh, half Ironman here in Augusta. Mm -hmm. Is it a similar path that's been taken in the city of Augusta or what's the route? And, you know, we got the 25 mile, the 45 does everybody see the same route in a different way, or I'm just curious to know what what do people what are people going to see if they are in this yeah uh, um, participation?
3: Yeah, yeah. Everyone embarks on a very similar route. Um, we leave from Augusta and head out to the Harlem Thompson area. Wow! And so basically, we try to get Look at out. David. <laughs> David's like, I'm out. <laughs> David's like, did you, you can say do Thompson. It,
0: David?
1: <laughs> A twenty minute drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can do it. Just think about twenty five minute at the finish.
1: drive.
2: No. Yeah,
0: no, that's another thing. You know, just wait, wait till the finish line because, as Chris said, we have a huge party and there's beer, and that's a really great motivator for some people. And I'm oh, sure absolutely. you put it together. Um, there is a team of people of, of course, who put it of together <laughs> let me not take credit for something that is not my thing to do Of course.
1: so so let me not cut you off though um, What what is the route you were saying so the Harlem direction. really
3: we try to find some of the most scenic routes uh, outside of Augusta because you know coming back into Augusta can be a little trafficy later in the day for some of the finishers who maybe take a little longer than others so we get out of town early in the morning and head to harlem and the thompson area and it's beautiful riding out there it's just you know green scenic open fields pastures and oh yeah yeah it's it's really nice
1: that's awesome okay all right so now that now that i think that i understand what exactly the pace line event is so it's this big charity fundraiser right so if i want to get if i wanted to donate for example if i wanted to support it maybe i don't want to ride it but maybe i want to support it So how does that work?
3: Oh, That's a great question. So the point is, yeah, you don't have to ride to be involved. So you can either make a donation to another rider or you can sign up just as a fundraiser.
1: So do the riders essentially fundraise before their ride? Is that how that works?
3: Before and after. So it's a peer-to-peer fundraising model, uh, which is a little different for the Augusta area. But basically, as a rider, you sign up. And you reach out to all of your friends and family and say, Hey, help me fundraise. And you can do this just as a fundraiser. You don't have to be signed up as a writer. You can participate. as just a fundraiser as well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so when I signed up, um, there is a different fee for the amount of miles you do. So basically the more miles you sign up for, it costs a little bit more um, and you, you pay it, but then also you have a goal that you have to reach, you know? So you're, contacting all these people saying hey support my support me riding these miles you know okay. and so you're you're creating this environment of you're supporting me but i'm doing this because of this cause so you're really supporting the cause i'm not trying to i'm not making any of this money so it's it's a really it's a very uh cool way of raising up money and i know that this question's coming later uh but at some point i would like to know this is year two that y'all were going to do it so i mean last year was the first year you did it yeah i'm curious to know how much money you raised in the first event and i don't know if this is a good time for that Yeah, it's absolutely i would love i would love to know that number for that first time that y'all did the event
3: so uh may 2019 we had our first event and we raised just a little over two hundred thousand dollars wow and all of it went to the cancer center and incredible it awarded three areas of research at the cancer center.
1: So that's what the, the people always want to know, right? So where's the money go? Yeah. So it goes to the cancer center and then they grant that money for research.
3: Correct. That's yeah. incredible.
1: Okay, that's yeah. really cool.
3: Are y'all familiar with the kind of research that occurs at the cancer center by chance?
1: Let's go ahead. I think you should probably tell us.
3: So the Georgia Cancer Center, it's uh, the state's, cancer center. Um, And they actually are literally bridging the gap between uh, cancer research and patient treatment. Uh, The physical building, I don't know if you've seen it, they actually built like this beautiful bridge of offices between the research facility and the patients.
2: It took forever to be Mm. built, but it's finally built.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what happens over in that research building, among many, many things, they have about 70 clinical trials open right now. And so that's active, real research happening. Um, That's not, you know, the standard research yet. And so as patients come in and get treated at the treatment facility or the infusion suite, when they see their oncologist, if they don't respond to the standard of cancer treatment, they then are evaluated for what clinical trial do we have right here that they might you know, respond well to.
1: That's really exciting. And all that's local.
3: Yeah. All of that's local right here in Augusta, Georgia. I mean, they're doing phenomenal things over there. And so. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, this is a local,
2: you know, fundraising event. Do we know how many people travel to Augusta to be a part of this?
0: Yeah. um, Off the top of my head. Gosh, it was a, it was a good bit. Yeah, Yeah. I can tell you that we had participants from it. It, New York, yeah. Philadelphia, wow. so how do you make Boston. That happen? Yeah. That's how incredible. That happen? That's a good question. When we see them come through, we're like,
3: who from Philadelphia signed up? <laughs> it must have been the hashtags um, y'all used. The, the hashtags, yes. Uh, no, some find out from social media, some find out from family who aren't too you know, far away from the Augusta area. I mean, word of mouth. Uh, We do, you know, some paid marketing, things of that nature. But obviously, we're not doing paid marketing in places like New York or Philadelphia specifically. But um, you'd be surprised. We had had donors because it's that peer-to-peer based people who donated from all 50
0: states. Wow. One thing that I wanted to make very clear is that the information that we were sharing with you just a minute ago was pre-COVID. Right. right, things have changed for PaceLine as the rest of the world has happened. Right, um, we have changed our our business model because the environment requires that we change our business model. So before it was just cycling. Well, we've gone to a virtual environment, and what a virtual environment allows us to do is to invite anyone to do any activity, to participate in any activity, and still count.
1: And these are these micro events that you were talking about earlier
0: correct so we originally were going to have a,
3: an event in May 2020 right um,
1: so can, can I ask you yeah. when you guys canceled that it must have been really hard it's actually they postponed it
3: correct
0: you and are then right and postponed You're,
2: event got you canceled.
0: read your email yes. oh, I'm, I'm proud
2: did. of I you I was <laughs> excited about it, it I was, was training
0: yes we all were it yeah. wasn't just you <laughs> It was it a was
3: very difficult decision to make, um, but we did postpone uh, for October 24th. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think everyone was like, oh, maybe COVID won't last as long as it has. Uh, right. True. Right. Fingers crossed <laughs> Cross fingers, for 2021. Um, so leadership had to make the dis- difficult decision to no longer have a physical event October 24th. And now we are actually having a virtual event October 24th. Ex- explain
2: that. I'm curious to know what a virtual event yeah. will look like.
3: So we are calling it Pace Day Unchained, okay. uh, unchained in terms of, you know, breaking away from the chain of just being a bike ride for the okay. main event. So you can do any activity you want. Uh, registration is free and there's no fundraising minimum. We just ask you to fundraise as much as you can. So you can sign up for free. You can you know, fundraise $20. You can fundraise $20,000. We're grateful
0: for every bit of it. it so all comes I could
1: together. do it and go skydiving or it's, whatever and, yeah. and, and take
0: whatever, like a video. Whatever adrenaline-seeking right. activity you want to yes. do, <laughs> please go right ahead. I, we
2: talked before the show, I love adrenaline. Yeah. I, yes. I will say this though like there are some groups if you signed up with a group those groups are still biking and we've all decided a day that we're biking so like the drew jo- the andy jordan group we're all going on a certain day and biking those miles that we've decided to bike And so, you know, you have different virtual ideas, you know, so some people can stick to the chain or go unchained, which I think is cool. So so is this something that, you know, you said you changed your business model. Is this something that you're going to go back when things go back to normal? Or is this something moving forward, you're going to keep it chained and unchained?
0: Talk to us in November. (laughs) Okay,
2: okay. Yeah,
1: we don't have to get into that.
2: I'm just curious. I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: But is this your first virtual event? Have you been doing this? Okay, so this is a really big deal. Yes. Okay. So if people want to learn more about this, let's tell them how they can do that real quick.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can uh, visit our website, pacelineride.org. Check out our social media at pacelineride. You can find information on there about it.
1: And, and so you said registration is free, and right. you're just trying to raise whatever money you can.
3: Exactly.
0: That's as really cool. much money as we can. Of yeah. course. Of, of course.
1: course. Yes. So I'm, let's, I'm really excited to know what you guys are doing right now. I want to try to talk about next year. Is yes. that something you're willing to try to do?
0: Absolutely. Yes. So
1: we're really excited at the prospect that you guys could do like a really big bike ride next year. And obviously a lot of the things that as COVID develops, we kind of find out is that when you're outside it you know, things can be different. And, you know, they're developing medicine that hopefully will work soon. So with that being said, let's say we do this next year, will there be like a hybrid element? Do you guys know what you want that to look like?
3: So that's a really good question. So for our May event, because we're, we're moving forward. planning, we're planning to have. on it. Yes. May 20, yes 100%. 21. What's
2: the date? May 21st,
0: 2020.
2: Wow, four days before my birthday. I
0: think, birthday. It, I think that's it might great. be the twenty second. Whatever, whatever, whatever that Saturday okay. is. Okay. Uh, so that's.
3: I think it's May twenty second. Um, but yeah, we're one hundred percent moving forward with having okay. a physical event in May, and we're going to have some different things going on leading up to. And we're actually already also planning for you know the twenty twenty two ride. Okay. Uh, and so we're hoping to incorporate. Another virtual aspect, uh, you're going to see some different things if you registered this year uh, for Pace Day Unchained or Pace Day 2020, as you will for, you know, this upcoming May event. We're changing our registration. We're going to have uh, app-based activity tracking, things of that nature. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yeah, so, I think uh, that's
0: called a tease. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's,
1: <laughs> that's really cool, though. I, I, so I, I really like something that I like that has happened a lot, and I work in a nonprofit. Is that this, the way things have happened, it gives people an excuse to innovate.
0: Exactly. And it sounds well, like you
1: guys have been given the, the ability to do a lot of new mm-hmm. things.
0: I think it's not more than innovate, it's evolve. You have right. to exactly. evolve. You have to adapt. You have to improvise. And more than anything else, you have to overcome. COVID came. Who was prepared for that? Who would have ever said, I remember the first time when we talked about we're gonna be at home for three months. And I was like, three months, are you kidding me? Well now it's six months, right? right? And so let's hope that it doesn't last much longer than that. But yes, you're correct. We we were very creative in our thinking and we, we talked about this at lunch. The advantage that we have is that we were very nimble. Very early mm. on, we were very nimble, and we were not stuck on a way that this is how we've always done it.
1: And you guys are young. I'm sure you benefited. Oh, thank from that. you,
0: <laughs> thank you. Here's to you. Cheers. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, it was it was just uh, okay. Th- this is happening, and what is that? What, what is it that we can do so that our participants continue to have a very meaningful experience, and they feel that they are making Making a difference, even though we might not have a physical event. Got gotcha. That
1: that sounds really exciting.
0: There are a lot of
3: really uh, beautiful things that have come out of COVID for us. You know, me from a marketing standpoint, it gives me the opportunity to showcase the cancer center more and more. So Mm -hmm. part of the Pace Day Unchained virtual event we're doing this October, each week we are sending out a challenge to our participants. So this week the challenge is to get 52 minutes or 52 miles in of activity because 5,200 Georgians will be diagnosed this year with blood cancer.
1: Wow. that's just
3: in the state of Georgia alone. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, only between myeloma, uh, non hopkins non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and uh, I'm forgetting one, leukemia. Leukemia. So just between those four, 5,200 Georgians this year, we'll get that diagnosis. So uh, each week we want to encourage all of our participants to do an activity that is meaningful, that mm. does something, uh, you know,
0: it's it's a little cathartic. It's in honor like of that. something. And that, it highlights the information because uh, knowledge is power. So knowing where yeah. to go get, information and where to get treatment, I think that's the most important part of, of everything that we're doing.
1: And you can do that for free. Yes. Right, right.
0: And people ask me all the time, you know what, and, and you said it, Chris, it, can you tell us how much money you raised? Really, uh, when someone asked me, what is, um, how will you measure your success? My success is measured if you know where to go to get help when you need it that is success to me. When you know that you can go here instead of going to Atlanta or going to North Carolina, um, that to me is success because then your family doesn't have to travel because you can have local care. So that changes the conversation when a patient is receiving treatment. And so it's more than the writing, it's more than the money, it's it's knowing where to go to get help when you need it. That's
1: great. And let me ask this, I'm, I'm, how big is PaceLine? It seems like you guys have, <laughs> have... You you have a staff. It seems like you're growing. You have a team.
0: We have a small but mighty team. It's six of us.
1: Okay. So, six, well,
0: six, soon to be six and... Quarter? yeah.
1: <laughs> How does that work?
3: <laughs> well, uh, one of our team members, Kayla, she is uh, about to have her baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any
0: day now, we're just waiting on her yeah. to have a baby. So. I guess
1: it'll have happened already by the time this is mm-hmm. published. So yeah. congratulations? Yes. 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 Right? yes. Congratulations.
0: I, I am curious,
3: Chris, because you signed up. You said Drew Jordan kind of pulled your arm a little bit because yeah. shout out to Andy Jordans. Right. They are awesome. They, are they awesome. support Paceline. Yeah. Pace Line so much. Day one they, so so they got award So we yeah. love of for it. That's why I love what yeah. they do there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was wondering, uh aside from Drew pulling your arm, was there another reason, another motivation that made you want to hop on the road even though you're so a mountain biker? So I say?
2: love mountain biking. Yeah. That is my thing, my passion and whatnot. But when I saw that there was something where I could you know, it's not it's not expensive to be a part of and it's something that is excuse me. <clears throat> that i'm raising helping raise money for a cause um i am you know very lucky to not have any family members that have had mm-hmm. cancer but i've had friends family that are friends and their family have people in their life that have died of cancer so it's really cool that something a passion of biking for me i would have gone out there on my mountain bike i don't care Um, and go bike with a a group of people that support y'all that I've that you know support me and what I do it's just it was a big family kind of ordeal it was almost a no-brainer for me I joke about them you know pulling my arm about doing it but uh you know it was between the 25 and the 45 that they were pulling my arm about but you know it was really it I think what pace line is and how it's in Augusta and, you know, hashtag love Augusta, everything embodies, you know, just be a part of the pace line. It's a no brainer to me. Um, and then y'all, y'all have already mentioned, it's a very, it, you've got support along the way, you know, so it's, 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 it's almost a no brainer for anybody to be a part of and seeing the city of Augusta. It's just really cool what y'all are doing. You know, I've, I've done the lock to lock with Andy Jordans and it's, it's really cool what they do, but you know, that, to me that's a challenge that i need to win you know whereas with what y'all are doing the 45 miles on my own pace on that line i can make it work you know and so it's it's just really cool what y'all do and i it was it's it was i was so upset when i heard that it was postponed and then canceled but we all understand um but i'm excited to do the do it virtually can't wait
0: we can't wait to have you. Yeah. And as the inspiration officer, I have to ask you: What do I need to do to inspire you to join our movement?
1: <laughs> oh, this was. This is. I'm being looked at. Actually, I'd be happy to ride in it. I'll probably do the 25, but I'd be happy to ride in it.
0: We'd um, love to have yeah. you. Yeah. I,
1: I'm. Uh, it's on record now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> like oh, that <laughs> I, didn't I make it to the, the podcast, podcast, so
1: it may or may not stay on the record. <laughs> that's, but, um, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. No, I'd be happy to ride. I, I'd be happy to ride.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you. And I think. Um, one thing that we haven't mentioned is that this is an experience unlike any other in Augusta because there is nothing like it. One of the the things that we didn't mention was that you have rest stops, so you are never alone on the course. And so every so often you can stop, and we have food, and we oh, have drinks. I need drinks to be alone. I don't want
1: anyone ha- watching me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pressure, I just can't handle it's it. It's too much, <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, you start riding, and you're out there with people, and before you know it, you've already gone 25 miles, and you're like, oh, Really? That was it. Um, maybe I want to go do more. And several of our people signed up for 25 and actually ended up riding 45 because they were having so much fun. So, I mean, don't sell yourself short. I think yeah. you got it in you.
2: And uh, shout out to uh, Scott Russell. Uh, yes. uh, six Bites In. Six
0: Bites In. He, yeah. uh,
2: he saw that I was riding in it. And he was like, man, I can't donate money to, to this, but I can give you my bike. He was like, I will let you use my oh my, my uh, cycling bike to do this. And I was like, cool, let's do it. And awesome. so it was just cool seeing that just from me posting about it and people reaching out and saying, yeah, man, I'll give you this and this and this and then. A bike
0: <laughs> and, and, and I will tell you um, You know I'm new to cycling I never thought In my wildest dreams That you would say Hey Laura You're going to ride 50 miles And I would say <laughs> Yeah of course I'll go um, But I have found The cycling community To be welcoming To be yes. very giving I mean Whether it's On their opinion Or their knowledge Or whether it's Bike related or not Right um, They are fantastic And I I'm just very grateful For all the knowledge That they've shared with me And their patience Oh my god They're so patient. (laughs) I would have already given up on me. But no, they're like, come on, Laura, you can do it. It's going to be fine. And one of the things that keeps me very, very motivated, and it will motivate you too, our youngest rider was 77 years young, and he did all hundred miles. So when you think about what is my excuse, then you're like, oh, good. I really don't have, a, I don't have an excuse. Right. I really don't. You're healthy. Um, and we had cancer patients who did it as well, who wrote as well. Mm-hmm. So you start thinking about, you know, I, I tell people all the time when I'm talking to them about engaging them in this, in this journey, what is your excuse? I want to hear your excuse. I really want to get to the why of your excuse because you are stronger than your excuses.
1: Boom. Wow, I feel like you're talking to me. <laughs> she is an inspiration <laughs> director. I hope I got to your heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You definitely did, and, and I'll I'll definitely see you guys in May. Um you'll you'll have to make you Chris heard hold it here. me accountable you for you heard that, it here. But, but as of now I'm planning on Yeah. It. So uh so where do I get my uh my latex suit?
3: The spandex. Oh, spandex. the Superman. Yeah. Oh. So, he,
1: he said latex. We're going to do leather. <laughs> <laughs> leather. Yes. Where do I get my <laughs> spandex suit?
2: So
3: spandex optional, but if you want a Paceline kit. Oh, okay, um, yes. A Paceline spandex kit, you can just come by our office. Uh, we're located right above Augustine Co., 1010 Broad Street. Oh, cool. Monday through Friday. Um, we have a lot of kits in stock if you want to
0: rep
1: yes,
3: Yeah.
0: That and then you've got to come and ride with us before, you know, before the event, because it really is fun. I, I have mean, you to just
2: to buy does, a bike. First, does the but suit what? go all the way to the head? Kind of like, you know, And you think you're like a Superman? Superman Do you, like yeah, 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 The yeah, next yeah. thing,
0: Chris, the next thing you're going to ask me is, does it come with a cape?
2: Does it come with a cape? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <Ballad>. a shimmery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great. In leather.
0: Um, not yes. n- maybe the cum, maybe <laughs> leather, maybe <Next>. pleather <laughs> stretchy leather.
2: Are, are we ready to uh, ready to tie the bow for this? Yeah. O- any any other things that we need to talk about?
0: can think of anything no i can think of anything but please tell all your friends about it yeah, um, yeah, that's please absolutely. um our our biggest interest for participating with with you guys and being here is to invite com- the community in your sweet spot for your audience is someone who's not participating at the moment
3: mm-hmm. and so
0: we need more participation from your age group We really need you to come out and show out that we are a community who has a lot of great things to offer. I think that's why you created this podcast, because there's a lot of great things that people don't know about. We appreciate the opportunity to be here. We appreciate the opportunity to share our message. But more than anything, we really need you to help us get our voice out with the group, your age group. Absolutely. To let them, hey, you know what? This really matters to us. We hope that you never know anyone with cancer, but the, in the event that you do, we're here to help you.
2: Well, thank you so much. That was very powerful. I can't wait to hear these answers, David. Right. So, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, you just said uh, we want to reach your listeners, and uh, part of the show, you know, we're drop the disc, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and so if you've ever heard the term disgusta, it's it's been around, it's lingering, um, it's dissipating, but it's still there, and so. You know, we we like to ask all of our guests. You know, if someone were to walk up to you and basically diss Augusta, what would your response be to them? And we'll we'll let one of y'all an, who would like to go first to answer Let's let this. Laura go all right, first. Laura is ready.
0: Yeah, I'm ready because again, we talked about this at lunch that um, we had lunch today to celebrate my anniversary, and so we were talking about I've been married to my husband 25 years this year.
2: Congratulations! Thank
0: you. And he's from Augusta. Um, his family is um, related to the Hildebrands.
2: That's aunt. so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's awesome. And so, so we go way back. Hook me you know, up. Anytime you want to, anytime. You, you just go tell Luann that I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so when I married Rick, we started coming to Augusta. We we went to University of Georgia, and when we were in college, we used to come here all the time. And people would say, don't go downtown. in mm. that voice, Don't go downtown, right? right? That uh, you'll get shot or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I think for the first 10 years that I was married to Rick, I never came downtown. I mean, I I didn't. We lived in Atlanta. Then we lived in Austin. And we started hearing about a movement that was going on for uh, entrepreneurs to come in and help turn Augusta around. And so um, about 10 years ago, we started, no, actually 12 years ago, we started looking at the possibility of moving back here from um, Austin. Mm-hmm. We love Austin. It had Austin a very vibrant cool. city, music, drinks, nightlife, you name it. Rainy football. street.
2: Rainy street. Yes, football. Super cool. football, you of know. Course, of yeah, course, everything,
0: yeah. everything you can think of, the lake, everything. And so I, the first three years I lived here, I kicked and screamed. No joke. I, I just didn't want to because of the disgusta mm-hmm. tagline. Um, but then I started to see people, you know, people like Sean and people like Hav and people like right. just everybody coming in and investing in our city. Yeah. Um, and to answer your question, if someone came and talked bad to me about Augusta, I would say, you don't know what you're missing. That's it. You don't know what you're missing. Go to my Insta page and look at my, my, uh, my latest pictures, my latest post. And what I'm trying to do is highlight the great artists that we have here and yeah. all the murals in our town. And people who've lived here are like, where's the mural? I've never seen it. I'm like, you need to go downtown. Get alive, Come on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm so, it's so surprising. Yeah. Um, I took a picture, a pork chops picture on the library, the, yeah. the mural. Right. And people are like, I didn't know that was there. How can you not know is is there? I yeah. mean, where have you been living under a rock? So no, Augusta saw some, and I love it. And now it's a piece of my heart. And I told my husband they're gonna have to bury me in my backyard because I love it so much.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool story. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. And and actually, apologies, Elise. You have to go after her. Yes.
3: Oh uh, no, no <laughs> worries. Sorry, Elise. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, I'm familiar with the the term disgusta. Uh, I've watched over the past ten years probably as it really has truly dissipated. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it's become a thing where Augustans are like actually really proud to be here in Augusta. And I think that's always been there. Uh, and one of the things that you really see here in Augusta is people do give back. As Laura was saying, um, that movement of entrepreneurship to really take Augusta and turn it around, I mean, that's kind of the Augusta spirit, you oh, know? Yeah. It's 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 loud, it's proud, and, you know, it's about giving back to the community and making the community you live in as great as you want it to be, and that's really yeah. what it's becoming. And so um, if someone were to use the disgusta term with me, I would try to explain that to them um, or just say, you know, hey, come here for a week and you'll see it. Uh, it's, it's definitely not disgusta. And then on top of that, you know, we have a world-class cancer center treating people from all over the world, right here in Augusta,
0: you know, so that's. And there's so many events. Um, You know, when I first got married to Rick, there was nothing to do here. And now every night there is something to do. Uh, Pre-COVID, you kind of had to figure out which event you were gonna go to, right? And now it's like, um, hey, you need to come here. I don't have to go to where you are. You need to come here and experience. I don't know if you guys saw Jason Morass at the river. And no. that was excellent. Wow. It was like a private little concert. Yeah, George put it together. It was really of fantastic. Of course it was George. Of that and sounds it That so fun. And it was so much fun. And I'm, I was texting my friends and um, sending them pictures and saying, where else would you get this class event? And I, I mean, it was super cheap and it was super fun and we ate and drank afterwards. Um I was there with Deke and his wife and Very it was cool. just fantastic. Shout out. So yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. But all that to say is that if you want it is here, you just have to look for it.
1: There it is. Well, thank you so much guys. Thank you for thank you for coming on the show. Thank yeah. you for having us. We really appreciate getting to know you guys. I know I personally learned a lot. Um <laughs> You know, we kind of took the approach here where Chris literally knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> and There's I, always
0: one of those. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid. Um, I
1: needed to ask the questions, right? So absolutely. Thank you guys so much for sharing. I'm, I really hope you guys uh, that are listening to this episode decide that you want to support them. Um, their next event coming up is free and you just need to try to raise as much money as possible because it's the right thing to do. Twenty dollars or twenty thousand dollars, and and one more time, tell people how they can how they can find out that information.
3: Uh, you can go to pacelineride.org, uh, click register or click donate, uh, and then you can always you know come by our office, ten ten Broad Street.
1: Thank you so much. You Thank guys you. have been a pleasure. We love this. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thanks.